welcome to Sisterly Insights, an opportunity to explore ideas and philosophies that can help you live a fuller, empowered life through meditation and so much more. I'm your host, Debbie Mueller. As the founder of Patterns for Living, I'm dedicated to guiding people in how to make healthy choices to bring their lives into balance. The conversations shared here are offered to give you an opportunity to look more deeply into your personal experience and delve into concepts that can help you find ways to make life more enjoyable and joyful. If you want to participate in a meditation experience, join me at Sisterly Insights, the practice, when you are in a quiet place and time. The guided meditations will help you assimilate the information presented in our conversations. I'm here with the Ohm sisters, Amelia, Jeannie, Shirley, and Paulette. We welcome you to this episode's conversation. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, dear. So we've embarked upon another opportunity to dig into ourselves and are working through the concepts of creative patterning. This is not an easy process, and it sometimes throws you a curve. Just when you think you're making progress, something happens that you might not have expected. If you choose to create the life you really want, there are some challenges you will have to face. Regardless of whether this is the first time you've worked with these concepts or the tenth, you have to acknowledge and work through whatever is getting in the way. Our conversation today is meant to offer some insight into what comes up that can hold you back and perhaps offer some suggestions for moving forward. So, Shirley, as you've been working with your vision, how are you experiencing the creative path opening up? What seems to be happening for you? Well, as you just said, it's a bringing, it's a very surprising and lots of surprises all along the way. Um, it's it, it's actually helping to build my self confidence. Um, it's helping me with my self esteem in ways that I am um, very surprised with. It's bringing people from my past forward into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's helping me to look at my past and see things that. I've always been um, self-conscious about um, in another light, in ways in a, in a more positive light. Wow. And it's taking those things and turning them in a different direction, a more positive direction, and looking at life in just a more positive way. Great. Yeah. Okay. So the creative path kind of has... A real bright pot of gold, if you will, at the end of the rainbow? It certainly does. Okay. Well, Jeannie, there are challenges. So what challenges are you running into, and how are you handling them in your life right now? I've had some challenges. (laughs) I've I've had some successes with the process, and those successes have allowed me to deal with these current challenges. Recently, I had a vision that I had uh, been working with, and on this path, I had literally had physical obstacles occur that 
were roadblocks or detours and I would keep trying to adjust to stay within the vision that I wanted mm -hmm. to the point that I literally fractured my toe which mm -hmm. was I, I sat down and said I'm going through uh, organic disintegration right now and I need to step back and get a new perspective I have too many things too much stuff filling my life up that I can't create right now what I want mm -hmm. because I don't have room for it. Mm. And so I, it pushed me back to some of our previous lessons and skills we've been given in order to create. I had to go through a little bit of life composting, yeah, get the fuel, and allow that to give me the opportunity to grow what I really wanted. Okay. And so... That's been my hurdles lately. So it's slowed you down. Yes. It's made you reevaluate. Does this really have to be done? Do I really want this right now? Is this even possible right now? Exactly. Exactly. So it, it made me adjust it. It made me real. And as you're saying, do I need it? Do I want it right now? Mm -hmm. Maybe right now isn't the right time. It doesn't mean I have to get rid of that want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But maybe the path of least resistance is that... I'm trying to bulldoze through this. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm trying to control it. And whenever mm -hmm. you hold on and you try and control something, that's when a lot of things go, get out of control. I'm not letting go and letting it happen. Yeah. And so I'm getting a lot of relearning some lessons again mm -hmm. in order to be more effective. And so I'm stepping back and adjusting what I need to do and having a fresh eye and a fresh creative vision. So the roadblock is kind of a, a blessing in disguise. Absolutely. But definitely not something you would have wanted to have happen. Absolutely not. But I was at a point that I th I feel the universe sent put put this awful hurdle of st fracturing my toe mm -hmm. because I needed that, in, that mm -hmm. strong of a force to really shake me up and say, you are doing too much. You physically have to stop because it's going to be worse than a fractured toe. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just being able to really acknowledge that allows you then to take a step back. Yes. And then allow myself to be able to create what I want. Because I'm not, right. I wasn't creating anything. Ah, interesting. Okay. So the bulldozing effect was not working for you. No. But now that you can kind of step back, reevaluate, reassess. You can decide whether that is something you want for now, or yes. later. Do I need to modify it? All of those. So this is giving you that opportunity, but certainly it's not comfortable. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Amelia, how is the concept of the path of least resistance changing for you? How are you seeing it work in your day-to-day -day experience? Well, I think with the uh, initial... You know, setting your vision, I think it's kind of like, uh, it's a nice little kickstart mm -hmm. to get you over the hump of, you know, hesitation for pursuing, for starting something that you, you've had, had on your, had in your mind. Right. Um, and then for me, I think the biggest change I've noticed is that I'm less self-judgmental and about how I'm doing something mm -hmm. and more immersed in what I'm doing. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. So um, so even though things may not have gone exactly as I'd hoped that day, mm 
um, I feel better about my efforts because I realized, oh, I, I just got lost in it. Ah, you know? yeah, and so, that that you were really truly in the zone. And then, and then if it's not something that maybe caused me to be totally in the zone, but if I if it didn't quite get the results I wanted, mm-hmm. I'm finding a little more self compassionate. Ah, uh, nice. Because because. It's a, I am more process-oriented than outcome-oriented. It's like, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. there's, you know, in a lot, in some instances we have hard deadlines and we have, and we get sure. our expectations dashed and we get disappointed and upset, but there are many things that, if that's your true goal, then it doesn't matter if it happens next month mm-hmm. or next year, mm-hmm. if, if you're steadily making an effort in that direction. So you really are starting to see that the things that you're doing, the way that you're pursuing it, the, the the methods and the process that you're using is getting more and more refined. And so your path of really least resistance is actually taking you more where you want to be. It's a way of sort of staying, steady the course, but gentler with yourself mm-hmm. in the process mm-hmm. because the effort is consistent or maybe more consistent than it would have been if you hadn't set the vision. Right. And, and sometimes said, it takes longer. And uh, some of the visions, I mean, I remember when we started this process, I mean, it's kind of comical to admit this, but um, reading was a big one for me. Oh, that's right. And I wasn't successful at, you know, I want to read more, I want to read more, I want to read more. Finally, this year, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I've, I've just finished my seventh book of the year, and it's April, and that that hasn't happened in the previous years. Wow. So... You know, I didn't, like, totally, you know, take myself apart all those years for not reading more. But it was always in the back of my mind, I want to read more. It's just, mm-hmm. when was it going to kick in? Mm-hmm. When you have so many goals competing for each other and things like that. But, I, you know, I feel happy that I don't have that self-judging, you know, you ought to read more. Right. You know. Right. Because I wanted to. Well, and the path of least happen. resistance is so interesting. Because it really is what's taking us to what we truly want. And sometimes it takes a long period of time because there's a hesitation on our part. Do I really want that? Is that really where I need to be? Are there other things that have to take precedence? And then, no, I come back and no, yeah, that is what I want. Yeah. And, and that was the because, case with this. It wasn't yeah. the highest priority. It wasn't the the most important thing. But it was it was one of the practice visions that we had that I didn't have a lot of emotional attachment to. Got it. So. Good. Good. Which is really helpful. Because that is the thing that we need to remember. As we're working with these visions, the practice visions, got to be able to do it by yourself. It's got to be really clear so that you would know what it was if you got it. You know you got it, and you can't have that emotional attachment to it. Those are really critical issues of working with this process. It's got to be a little lighter. It's got to be a little um, less self-judgmental. It's got to be something that you are having fun with, even though there may be moments that come up that are not so fun as you're working with it, because that stuff gets in the way and has to be cleared out and one of the ways that we do that is with the fundamental choices and so 
what seems to get in the way of making the fundamental choices and what are you doing to overcome those roadblocks? Paulette? I have to put that a little clearer in my head. Um, as far as the as far as the practice visions, or mm -hmm. in general, well, in general, choices? the the fundamental choices are so necessary for us to even do the practice visions, yeah. to even talk about the other things. Right. You know, if, if I say I want this, and this is my vision, and then I look at it and say, "Hmm," but if I do go and try to pursue that or try to, to obtain that, I'm not really being choosing to be healthy. Oh, now I need to really shift that. How can I look at it a little differently? So the, the fundamental choices are constantly a part of, they're the foundational part of working with our vision. And so we have to go back and assess whether I'm making those fundamental choices and whether what I want really is about being true to myself, okay. whether it is about being, right. you know, honest about what I want. Now that's now that's clear to me because I have a I have found that there were things on my list, my visions or mm -hmm. my uh, goals, that are all changing their orders, mm -hmm. and. And then there's a few on there. It's like, do I really want that, or is that what people say I should have? Mm -hmm. So I put that as a vision. But do I really want that? Mm -hmm. So that's being true to yourself, you know. So right. I have to. The thing I had a hard time dealing with is the or the changing of the order of things. Ah. I'm thinking the universe or is changing my order. <laughs> you know, I wanted to do this, but this is now becoming a priority. Mm -hmm. It's still on my mm -hmm. goal list, my vision list. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to fight that. And I thought, mm. no, it's there. It wasn't number one. Mm -hmm. It was number three. But mm -hmm. It's becoming number one. Mm -hmm. So why would I want to fight that? Yeah. Why would I want to put up a roadblock right. to something that's there just because it's not in my order? <laughs> <laughs> kind of back to Jeannie saying about control, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's not my order of things. But And I think the roadblocks that I have, too, is sometimes it's the, um, I think you have to put, and I think I've said this before, a big part of that is feeling that you really deserve it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we put up a roadblock. We want it, but oh boy, do I really deserve that? Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't come out and say that, but deep down inside we're mm -hmm. thinking, mm -hmm. that's way out there, but do I really deserve that? I think until you could say, I really deserve that, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. it makes you feel more powerful. It makes you, you know, the saying it and the writing it and the feeling I deserve it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the roadblocks are trying to control your your visions. Trying to control, and then the other thing that you said is actually having to recognize that that's not what I wanted. It's what somebody, somebody else, else wanted, wanted, or what I've always thought I wanted because right. other people have said it. Right. So, in order to be true to myself, mm -hmm. in order to have true freedom to choose that and to be the predominant creative force right. in my own life. I have to address that. Yes. 
really have to address that because you spend time putting that in your vision and writing it as uh, an affirmation or whatever and it's mm -hmm. like it's not coming then I had to look at that and think is that something I really want yeah really do I really want that so then I just have to yeah that's being true to yourself I yeah, just and, and coming that. back to something Amelia said about being compassionate with yourself mm -hmm. because we are so compassionate with others generally but sometimes we're so hard on ourselves that we don't believe that that compassion is deserved like we are our own worst enemies yes mm -hmm. yes yeah that's so and true. that is the exact opposite of being the predominant creative Great force person. in your life right. so really really important to kind of step back and assess that and so so for each of you, why do you think this process is so powerful, yet so scary? And how are you seeing it work in your life? Jeannie, what would you say? This is a heavy one. I think it's so powerful because you can actually create something. And mm -hmm. so many, in so many um, ways in one's life, we can step back and say things aren't happening and get the pity party going. Mm. It isn't working for me. Life isn't going my way. I never get what I want. You can kind of get under that umbrella for yourself. Mm -hmm. And this process is so powerful because you can actually change that and create what you want in your life. Mm -hmm. And so the, the scary part comes from, and you mm -hmm. tapped into it, do I deserve it? Mm -hmm. You know, for me, often it's scary because I need to commit to something. Do And then it's committing to the one thing and, and making that choice. And vacillating mm -hmm. back and forth between everything because I'm afraid to commit to one thing. Mm -hmm. Then comes in the control. Am I trying to then commit to a specific thing because I want to make that happen? Mm -hmm. so, I need, so then I need to detach and it's scary to detach from something and feel like you don't control it but in actuality to get everything you want you really need to be out of control so, <laughs> you know so um and i think oftentimes the do i deserve it mm -hmm. is scary mm -hmm. because then then if i get what i want am i being selfish mm -hmm. so um so all of that works together but going back to the fundamental choices and using that as a, a really powerful tool keeps you I think balanced and in mm -hmm. the right place to then say I need to be I choose to be the creative predominant creative force in my life I'm being true to myself mm -hmm. all of those you know I think keep you in line so it's not as easy as it kind of appears on the surface is it no it opens up so many a treasure yes. chest of things and an opportunity to look at yourself. And that's scary. Life. Yeah. And that can be scary. Yeah. But it is also a wonderful gift in that treasure box is being able mm -hmm. to look at yourself and learn about yourself and grow and make room for growth and mm -hmm. create. And we've talked a little bit about um, the fact that when you've got to let something go, sometimes the only way to let it go, even if it's something that you didn't like in your life, but you knew you had to, to let it go, was that you have to find the gift in it. 
And by finding the gift, you can say, okay, it's given me what I needed and I can move on. So even your fractured toe has a gift. Absolutely. And I, 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 as inconvenient and as painful as it's been, uh, it's been a tremendous gift because that's the one thing. It didn't matter how many people would say to me, no, you're doing too much. You, Mm -hmm. You know, this is too much. You're too many things. It literally was like a smack in the head that was like, except in the toe. <laughs> yeah, you really need to stop. Mm-hmm. And, and you got that pretty boot. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Unfortunately, the listeners don't get to see it. <laughs> Some gifts are just <laughs> too special to have to share. Sure. <laughs> but yes, that really, that did work in yep. my life and um, in a dramatic way. Mm-hmm. And I'm making changes from it. So there's a big Good, gift. good. Amelia, how about for you? Well, segueing from the gift, um, I've been thinking about it. And, you know, on your birthday when you you go to blow out the candles and you hear make a wish. Mm-hmm. And it's always like this, uh, you know, your secret wish. Yeah. You know, go ahead, blow out the candles. And it's like, it's it's kind of a casual act, but you know deep inside what that thing is that you're wishing for. And, and I kind of think of these practice visions and these visioning is is a way of sort of definitely a way of taking those whatever your wish is and instead of make a wish it's make a wish yeah do it with intention do Mm. it with reality not as a casual wouldn't that be nice like a lottery ticket but to Mm -hmm. actually just make it so Mm -hmm. and that's your gift to yourself yeah yeah how have you found the 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 process to be powerful for you? Um, I, I think it's, it's, uh, surprised me how, how bold it can be sometimes. Mm. That's a little scary too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's a, there's an excitement to mm-hmm. going after some of the things and then some of these things that we're visioning are, are really basic things but they are the things that make us feel good and, and whole by not just there's a little more balance I think in our lives because we're not just one dimensional or two dimensional or three dimensional mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of laugh because I, I feel like I've got you know 10 things or 15 things I'm working on on myself and it's really hard to touch on half of those in a day mm-hmm Absolutely. You know, and so there, there are times when you have to just say, oh, you know, but you're doing them. Mm-hmm. You're not quitting on any of them. Mm-hmm. So that makes me happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it keeps you moving forward. All right. Shirley, how about for you? I think it, it as Jeannie was saying and as you were saying, that it causes you to really look at yourself. And to understand yourself more, what motivates you, um, mm-hmm. and it does it in a positive way, and that you know, that's very important. And, and what's really scary is that it it makes you responsible Ooh. for your actions. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's I think that's about it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty powerful. <laughs> that's a pretty powerful, powerful. statement. You know, you you're getting it you're creating what you want Mm -hmm. but you have to take responsibility for it right can't be the predominantly 
<laughs> creative force in your life if you don't own it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Paulette, how about for you? I think in general, um, most of us are surrounded by negativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. I think the majority of people, I mean, that's why the books on positive thinking and everything are so powerful because I think the majority of of us, of people, think negative. I don't know why. I think Del Carnegie said you wake up every morning, you could think positive, negative, and we choose negativity. I mm-hmm. can't figure that one out. But mm-hmm. um, when this is so powerful, yeah. this process that we're doing, is so powerful. I just don't. It's just been so amazing to me of what we can create in our lives. Yeah. And like, but you know, the scary part is like um, Shirley said, it's responsibility too. Mm-hmm. And also, I think what's scary too is when you do manifest these things in your life and you are happy, and you do maybe share this, people kind of look at you a little hesitantly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But it works. Yeah. But I mean, it's not easy. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you just put it down, you visualize it, and it appears. Right. We all know the heartaches we've gone through and mm-hmm. the processes and everything. But um, I think it's it's more of the negative negativity that surrounds us. That mm-hmm. It's almost like you don't want to share this because people look at you rather strangely. Yeah. It might. It's it's hard. It's hard to share it with just anybody. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like we become very uh, pick and choose. And it's part of why we're doing it this way. Yeah. Uh, because we really believe that what we're putting out there will get to the people that really need it. Yeah. And yeah. that open are mind. open to it. Open yeah. mind, open heart. heart. Yeah. yeah. You know that that can trust. I mean, how many right. years have we been doing this? Yeah. And if it wasn't successful... We wouldn't keep doing it. Yeah. You know, and we wouldn't want to share it with people. But because we've all had such tremendous growth and you had the inspiration, let's put the word out there Mm -hmm. so that so many other people have access to know Mm -hmm. it's worked for us. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not creating things either. Right. It's it's creating an open heart and it's it changes you from the inside out. Yeah. I think the other thing though if we really truly examine it, we're, I'm less concerned about what people think than before. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't think I've shared this process with a lot of people, but I I think I'm realizing through experience that I, I think people judge because they're afraid to do the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Is yeah, why like you they're projecting. Is because yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it gets mm-hmm. yeah. response. Right. Yeah, and once you do share it again, it, it makes you responsible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Don, <laughs> But responsibility isn't necessarily a negative thing. That's you know? right. Yeah, yeah. So, right. It, it, it's a, it, it's a, it can be a heavy thing, yeah. but right. it definitely yeah. is not a negative thing. Yeah, so no. But this, is, this, is, this process is just makes us dig so deep. And I'm going to go back to what Paulette said when we first started this. And that's like when we did this before, it was like learning our alphabet, learning the words. Mm -hmm. Now we're really writing a story. And it's a story that is full of depth. It's a story that is full of intrigue. It's a story that's full of 
having to get to the core of who we are. Right. And that's that's a little that's scary. Really, that's yeah. the scary yes. part. But it's also a powerful part. Yeah, especially as you get some enlightenment along the way. Yeah. It's yeah. great. The inspiration that actually, ha-ha, mm-hmm. get that moment. Right. So it's really important. So we're going to continue this. We're going to continue working through this process, and we will continue to share with you what comes up for us as we move through the next layer of the process of creative patterning. So to take these ideas even further, please listen to Sisterly Insights, The Practice, to participate in a guided meditation. Thank you for joining us for our conversation and sharing of our journey in creation. We hope it provides you with some important insights to meditate on and that you'll follow us for future conversations. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a comment and tell us why, or send us an email at sisterlyinsights at patternsforliving.com.